0: You're listening to the Scottish Football Forums podcast, the home of Scottish Football Banter.
1: Hello and welcome to the Scottish Football Forums podcast. I'm Craig and I'm the founder of Scottish Football Forums and I'm joined by Laurie and Chris. Hello guys.
0: Evening. Hello. Unless it's not evening when you're listening to this, in which case morning or afternoon.
1: I always find that strange when I'm listening to a podcast and they make reference to the time of day. It's just not right.
0: I oh know, I should know better.
1: Aye. So we're without Greg. Greg's taking a wee bit of a break. Uh, so less grumping in this one, <laughs> if that's a word. Are you sure?
0: See, to be honest, they've been less grumping anyway.
2: Whenever he goes off, it's when Mother hitting hit an upturn of form, so maybe that's the problem. He's, whenever he is. He has a prolonged period on it, it's
0: i <laughs> If Greg stays off the podcast, Mother will win the week. <laughs> it's,
2: it's uh, it's catch twenty two for him. You know he can't revel in the glory of wins because when he comes on, they lose.
1: That's it. Right. So in this week's podcast, we've got the SPL review, and that'll be coming from Chris, who hasn't watched any of the games, so that'll be good. <laughs> we've got my SFL and Scotch Cup review. Uh, Chris will also touch on the League Cup. Laurie might have tweety eye. I don't know. No. We'll discuss a charity bet. We're going to go back to basics with that one and uh, predictions. <laughs> back and to basics. That's it. Oh, back to aye, uh, back to basics. <laughs> what's that? What
2: what have you been doing just now? Like?
1: I can't go into it. I can't go into it. No, that's back me To basics. You picked three teams. What, what's more basic? It's actually four teams. I can't ruin it, Laurie. We've got to, the listeners You're have got listening. to be on the edge of their seat.
0: It's being teased. Just leave it that Aye, that's it. It's a tease, Laurie.
1: Right. So, Chris, let's hear your SPL review, and I really want this to be in depth since you've not watched any of
0: the. Yeah, it'll be as in depth as I can possibly manage having seen I watched all the games. Of the six. I watched them all. Well, this we should be pointing out this has been recorded on Sunday rather than the regular Monday, and in, in which case, sports scene hasn't even been on yet. <laughs> You're
2: right. <laughs> it's your a website only. And I forgot that we were actually recording it, so I've not prepared
1: anything. I've not watched any
2: games. I've I've not got any <laughs> nice introductions. So yeah, I'll just sit here pretend there was no Hearts game at the weekend.
0: Fortunately, I've read some reports and she, she kindly mentioned that we'll start with the game again. that Hearts played in, as <laughs> it was another charity bit. busting uh, result, yep. Dundee beat Hearts for the second time this season, 7 points for Dundee and 6 of them have come from Hearts. <laughs> the goal, was, was the only goal of the game, it came from Matt Lockwood midway through the first half, and both sides had chances to score, but uh, the single goal was enough to, for the home side to get the 3 points. Uh, moving on to uh, the other side of Edinburgh, where Habernie were 2-1 winners over St Mirren, Sent them top of the table. The visitors had taken the lead through Kenny McLean, but there was two goals from Lee Griffiths that uh, turned the game on its head. And just after Lee Griffiths' second goal was a second booking for Jim Goodwin, which probably gave Fabs a, a nice bit of breathing room for the end of the game. That's four straight defeats for St Mirren in the league now, and we're Dundee now five points behind him instead of uh, eight. Uh, I don't think they'll be panicking too much just quite yet, uh, especially since uh, they also took their place in the, the League Cup semi-final draw, which is bizarrely like, this Thursday coming. Uh, Rugby Park, Inverness continue their fine form, it's seen them uh, win comfortably at Ibrox in midweek. Andrew Shinney opened the scoring in the first half before his brother Graham saw his spot kick saved by Cammy Bell. William Kelly had uh, apparently a cracking strike to add to his penalty that he got to Celtic Park last week. But uh, then Bell was sent off for bringing round Ross Draper and so Molly Mackay stepped up and beat Kel Leather in, uh, the second spot kick of the day to give him an ess three points and moves him up to third spot. In Dingwall, Aberdeen were one of the three teams that could have went top of the league on Saturday and having not lost this opening day of the season they were pretty confident. But then it started badly with Mark Rendon's own goal, which gave Ross County the lead just before half-time. And quite after that, Stephen Ross scored just after half-time. But now again made it six games in a row in the league, having scored then, Which was only like a consolation, as Ross County won 2-1. And sort they moved back up ahead of Hearts and into the tight pack of teams in the middle of the team. Perhaps uh, going top, and Aberdeen failing to go top. The third and final team that could have gone at the top of the league on Saturday was St Johnson. But after losing our winning streak last weekend and then being on the wrong end of a 5-0 gubbin' midweek, self-depart league cup, St. Bernard we're, all, so we're done it again. St. Johnston, we're already starting to stumble. There's <laughs> 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 stumble there. Right. Normally Laurie that
1: gets
2: him confused. I know. Who's <laughs> Kelly Sheridan play for again? I don't.
0: Right, I don't know. <laughs> It all went wrong in the first minute for St. Johnson, and uh, Jamie Murphy opened the scoring. Murphy then doubled the lead before half time, and Nicky one made it 3 0 for Motherwell with a quarter there still to play. But just as he did the in number numberless the previous week, David Robertson got a late goal for St. Johnson. Unfortunately, too little too late as Motherwell finally ended their of four straight defeats. So like we said, the Rock but Greg isn't here to talk about it. That completed the Saturday games. We're moving on to Sunday, or uh, to the earlier game today. Celtic visiting London United, having gone out to penalties against Hearts in midweek, United wanting to lift themselves up again, but after the goal was first half, it was Celtic who took the lead, as Miku got his first goal for the club in the 69th minute, Tony Watt then fired on a second goal with 10 minutes to go, and you'd think that'd have been enough for Celtic, but uh, sadly not, as substitute Gary mckay Stephen pulled a goal back with one minute to go, before Effie Ambrose directed a cross into his own net and in injury time. So uh, from 2-0 down, United get back to 2 each to share the points.
1: You know, I turned it Des- off after what
0: scored? You know what? There was quite a few Dundee United fans left at 2-0. <laughs> oh, I, they were saying cheerio, weren't they? I. The,
1: yep. only, the only game I've actually seen any of, I
2: turned it off at 2-0 as well.
0: Nah, yeah. shut <laughs> <laughs> up, Anyway, despite only getting one point from the possible six in the last two games, Celtic go, uh, remain top of the league, now only ahead on goal difference from Hibernian. I and mean, With Barcelona to come on Wednesday, Celtic have had a bit of a sharp reminder of what happens if you don't stay awake for the entire game, just as uh, happened in the new Camp, of course. <laughs> yeah. well, so
1: was, uh, yeah, I suppose we
0: should, talk, we, we should talk a wee bit more about Celtic and Dun- Dun United, since uh, that's a game we've all seen. Or well, at least we've I, seen have you seen was... the goals since? No. I've,
1: I've not two. seen uh, the own goal. No, I've not seen that. I, I wasn't sure if the highlights would have been up today. I thought it would have been midnight. Uh, like, I they go up at like 6 o'clock on
2: a Sunday, do they not?
1: But not for the game that day. All oh, right. Know. did they not? I
2: think sometimes no. they should put up quite early, didn't they? I don't know. I don't know. I'm
1: not sure. I'm not
2: used to the Sunday lark. Like, it's usually
1: Monday. So, so how did he score an own goal cross? Why is he crossing it towards no, the no, own goal? No, no, it was a, a Dunne-United cross. Oh, aye, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah,
0: more yeah. sense. I, like, I think it was Daly he was behind Ambrose, so Ambrose tried to header it away and right. for a go to a corner. Right. And he didn't quite get enough on it, and all he managed to do was lob it over Fair Foster starting in the corner. Yeah, it's not but uh, the I mean even the it was a pretty soft goal we conceded because Celtic just uh, they, they played for 85 minutes and worked really hard to get the two goals that they got. Miku's goal was fantastic. Tony Watts was fired in at in air post. Uh, I've really enjoyed the Celtic goals today. Uh, I always do, but <laughs> uh, yeah. I thought they were well taken both of them and they worked that hard to then not play the last five minutes. let down the United have so many chances because to be honest it was more than just the two chances that they scored with. Uh, Russell a... had
1: a really good chance, but he just decided to blast it. Aye. It was after a uh, uh, Foster kind of fumbled a shot. Uh, still at nil-nil. Yes, aye, uh, yeah. He had the the goal gaping really, but he decided to blast it, which is just silly.
0: But the uh, it was, I mean, but well, the second goal was unfortunate. that Ambrose doesn't get enough on it. The first goal wasn't so great because it was a a Kelvin Wilson clearance to the edge of the box. Now I remember Stan Varga doing that a few years ago, and I hated it when he tried it. But, uh, I mean, Kelvin Wilson they pretty much got the same result. We get fired back in. I don't think it went straight through. I think it was, it may have been Scacho, it felt like original. And, um, but obviously, I mean, guy even eventually fired it in the net. That gives you hope. we going into injury time. And Danny United took full advantage. So, I mean, fair play to them. I thought Danny United defended pretty well for probably the first time this season. And, um, they I'll had a good spell in the second half. I had, they had a good spell in the second half where they probably could have taken the lead before, yeah, just finally yeah. got the opening goal. Um, but I don't know. I don't want to say two, two each was probably a fair result, but it's hard to take. It's hard, it would have been hard for Dunny United not to get out of that game. But I mean, when you're 2 0 up, you just expect to see you at the game.
1: Oh, especially a team like Celtic. They're used to doing that, and I think Lennon touched on that, saying that it's perhaps after the first goal they should have just went into the corner and just
0: yeah. wasted time. But... Yeah, I think Tony Watt had a, another chance that he just blasted into the stand. After his uh, after he'd scored and Lennon was absolutely going mental yeah. on the touchline. And the, the two
1: bookings for Watt and Miku, like, just just don't yeah. do it. Just don't go I, in the crowd.
0: I, I mean, I, I I hate that whole over-celebrating going to the crowd nonsense booking. Uh, the the Miku tried topic. to climb in the crowd. But, oh, I know. <laughs> I never realised how far Miku had went. I think the Tony Watt one was probably a bit harsh because there's there's very little diff, uh, space between the touchline or oh, sorry, the goal line and the stand behind that goal. Yeah. So it's quite easy for the fans to reach you over to anybody that's even standing on the pitch. It happened to
2: Commons at Tynecastle oh, and... Co- it's sounded like the same thing. All the selling players sort of jumped and forced them forward and the fans came forward and it, it kind of... He ended up there. It wasn't really... He wasn't really trying to get into the crowd as such. It just sort of...
0: Yeah. Tyne Castle I mean, has the, the, no space. Tank Castle, Castle and that stand at the Shed End at Tannadice are probably the two closest stands I can think of to the pitch. Oh, Tank Castle is ridiculous. And, uh, as as, you can make...
2: reach over and just stop, like When players are taking throw-ins, you can, you can pat them on the back. <laughs> it's I no remember I
0: giving it. Paul Hartley pelters one year <laughs> standing at <laughs> <in> that corner. <laughs> You'll never play for Celtic. Shows what I knew.
2: Yeah... <laughs> You see, he, I remember Hartley used to do a little bit of badge kissing down that corner when he took corners. He, Hibs fans, you see, he did to the Celtic fans a couple of times as well. But he would always run into that corner as well after he'd score. <laughs> you know, he could run away from the, he'd run away from the away stand if you want, but he'd always run right into the corner. So he's sort of in front of the hart fans, but you can see the away fans are right there as well.
0: I like. I, I'm convinced that day I shouted up, he looked up at me and glowed at me. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't want to mess with him. The, oh no! <laughs> my
2: my favourite one is still—I think I've mentioned it before—is when uh, one of the Dunfermline players actually stopped when he was running and went to the guy who I know who sits in front of me. <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> I actually shouted <laughs> back because <laughs> he—the um, guy who had it—what did he? I think he shouted, "Your mum, your mum's i will um, say a lady of the night." But you <laughs> <a lesson, laughs> and then he stopped. He actually stopped running down the wing and tried to went. What did I do? And then later in the game, the final one scored. He crossed it and it was a header he scored. And he came running over to us and started dancing. <laughs> so he got his revenge.
0: Oh, I, I don't a... want to sound paranoid or anything, but see that Celtic United the game. There was what one, two, three, four, five bookings in the game, and all five of them went to Celtic boss. This included the fact that Rudy Scatchel the first thing he did was dive. <laughs> he tried to get a free kick. Willie Collum call him, actually waved him up and went, no chance. You dived. <laughs> <I> never <laughs> went back and doesn't
1: dive.
0: Oh, it was shocking. I don't, Laurie, I'll never believe you. <laughs> doesn't dive. But I, I, I don't think I, I'm not a big fan of like him when it comes to refereeing. Like a, I don't think actually. I'm not going to say he, he impacted the the result in this game in any way, shape, or form. But he's he's so badly inconsistent at times, and he's terrible for getting the way of play. <laughs> I mean, there was things I thought were quite harsh bookings at times the day and there was other things I thought he's lucky that he got a booking. And it yeah. went twice. It was there was Celtic players. It was, I think a guy get booked for uh, a guy running into him at one point, and it was another time I seen the. Uh, when you am a clatter, guy and get away with it. And when you am, eventually get booked. So he's probably a bit lucky at times. But yeah. just I, I call him useless. And yet he's meant to be one of the best referees. <laughs> and, and, and not in just in Scotland, but in UEFA. Yeah. I mean,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Craig Thompson, whom there's another referee I don't really like.
1: <laughs> right. So since you've not haven't watched any of the SPL highlights, can't really talk about the games. Can't really talk about Langfield after a pass back from Considine. Basically, doing a. a A silly trying to round them and just being stupid rather than hoofing it. Um, Well, Griffiths, two goals.
2: You're going to try talking to the
1: boss. I know, I know. (laughs) So that's it. I'm not going to go any further. I listened to the Hearts game, the the League Cup. (laughs) I thought I'd mention obviously Inverness beat Rangers, but Terry Butcher had a bit of banter afterwards because you touched on the the draw taking place on this Thursday. It's just bizarre. Yeah, well. Terry Butchers, he definitely won't be there. He says, I don't think I'll be there. I'll be somewhere else, on a beach somewhere, maybe near with the Dolphins. So he's, <laughs> he's got his plans.
2: Well, they might change it. You know, he might change it to Nairn. They changed the draw date and... Well, they changed the place last didn't they? I don't know why. They did. Why did they... Uh, they did it last round. And, yeah. they got, and I don't
0: know why they... And they got heavily
2: criticised by me on Twitter. And now the, now, the, now the Scottish Communities League Cup Twitter account actually follows me, so I don't want to... <laughs>
0: What I think's really daft about that is the League Cup was played midweek past there. They're not doing the draw until this coming Thursday. Right? In between that time, they're going to have done the Scottish Cup third round and the draw. I think the draw is tomorrow, if I'm right. I'm
1: not sure, 100%. Like. they draw will
0: probably be done by the time this goes out.
1: Yeah.
0: I know um, Jan Venegor of Hesselink is taking part in the draw. and He <laughs> was in the studio today for Celtic's game. I
1: heard about that, yeah.
0: It's a
1: bit random, but not All right. right. I'll we'll move on and do my SFL section.
0: Oh,
2: we're not, gonna t- we're not even going to. Okay, we're not It's fine, I don't want to talk about SPL. <laughs> I
0: don't think there's much to talk about. I mean, oh. Dundee taking six points <laughs> of the seven they've got off Hearts. But see, I can't,
1: I can't ask if Zalukas barged Irvin inside the box or not in the, the Dundee gone. Hearts game because none of you will know. <laughs> no.
0: I think Laurie's going to say yes.
1: I, I can't I talk about was... Andy Driver missing the chance at the back post. Oh. None of you seen it. it. Sounded
2: like It sounded like. We were dire I mean you don't sometimes it's hard to get a picture you know when you're listening to coverage of it, but I mean I was listening to biased hearts commentary of it as well, and they just said that we were awful and that's the the biased yeah. hearts commentary, and they said that it's just i mean it sounded like we created so little against a team who you know we've not scored in two games against Dundee it's just so uninspiring. <laughs>
0: I think I'd it wasn't mean, Rab Douglas they blame this time. Because I know the first game, Rab Douglas just had this inspired uh, game against you.
1: He, he had a decent game the first time, but still. McDonald was at fault in this one. See, for the, the first goal, well, there was only one goal. But the, the free kick, it was at the keeper's side. And for some reason, McDonald was squatting. As if he was expecting the ball to go up and over the wall. <laughs> and then maybe he he's not at his speeches,
2: Is that why he's squatting?
1: <laughs> uh, Colin this rounded him as well later on. But then, I don't know what defender it was, but Nish decided to hit a shot and the defender blocked it when he could have maybe lobbed the defender. But, but I, Dundee, looked pretty good.
0: I'll be honest, I've always thought Colin Nish was great rhyming right? slang for Scottish football. Yeah,
1: definitely. I always thought he was that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like James Blunt as well. It's just perfect. Who does he play? Right. <laughs>
0: Well, we mentioned the, the, the League Cup game that was on the telly because I've seen that. <laughs> the Dunning w- United Hearts game. It's glorious. It was, all- was rotten. <laughs> it, was, it was an utterly dire game. Hearts had a good first half. Well, yeah. No atmosphere, so I
1: switched yeah. it off. Well, the-, uh, the
0: atmosphere was dreadful. But, but, did, see, see, that was quite I mentioned this on fans, the forum, actually. See the, I, I think, think ESPN and Sky spoil me because I could not stand the commentator on BBC, Wayne McLeod. I think he's dreadful. Uh, Billy Dodge just talks mince. Oh, Pat are. Nevin manages to talk more, mince.
1: Oh no, I like Nevin. I oh, just I find him funny, Nevin. especially on Channel Five when he gets put in a wee shed. He's never <laughs> in the studio. He's just in the shed.
0: Oh, I love it. They get things they they get so away.
2: many things wrong as well.
0: Yeah, I... it's just I, I, they, they're just not that good in BBC, which is a shame because I like I, I usually like BBC's coverage just off, but just Scottish football they're just terrible at it. Not, but as I would, I would much rather listen to somebody like Derek Ray on ESPN or Ian Crocker on Sky, They're much better commentators. They still end up with some idiot sitting next to them that talks rubbish. But at least <laughs> you get some decent commentary.
2: See what I don't understand as well though is like they have Liam McLeod doing it, but then when the, when you have, uh, I mean, does he, does he do a lot of the Does he do a lot of the games on the? I'm trying to think of the games on the radio. Um, I, I mean, don't think he does. No, he does the highlights. Does the highlights? Because I was just, I was just thinking in my head who does like. The games on the radio, I mean...
1: it is very different from TV. Oh, I
2: know, but I mean, it's like, you don't have... There isn't a lot of, like, obviously Derek Ray and um, and Crocker, I mean, they have, like, you'll have at least a couple of games every week. So it's something, that, I mean, there's yes, yeah. a the BBC, I mean, they're not really going to have many games where you're commentating. As you say, for TV as well, because you need to be... It's not just the case of, with the radio, I think, you get away with more just saying what's happening because people can't see it on the TV, you can't just keep saying, you
1: know... <laughs> and oh, yeah, to a TV, you need to let it breathe as well.
2: Ah, you like, don't need to say as much,
0: it, and you don't... So and
2: just... Yeah. W- what's his face who just basically says what happened? Oh, it's the worst go comedy it. It's worse than Dodds. Thingy... Is it Parson? ex motherwell Big Patterson. Yeah. He just literally says oh, what happened. Boring. Oh, it was a shot, and the keeper saved it, and now we have a corner. It's going to be whipped <laughs> into the box. I won't know that. What else is going to happen,
1: like... <laughs> See, I like Burley because I like that he just gives—he like gives a lot more than
0: that. He just oh, goes off in a wee rant. Oh, hey, he's the
2: opposite. He's just an absolute twat. I, no, I, no, I swear, I like Burley
0: says—I'm convinced—Burley says stuff just to piss people oh, off. Oh, I think he does. Oh yeah.
2: What was it last—the last game? I, I almost tweeted. Derek. I almost tweeted about it. I almost tweeted Derek Ray because he was a commentator and Burley was a co-commentator. I almost—I was so tempted to go how do you put up He's, just, he's obviously not going to it up. It's hard.
1: I was telling Derek that uh, that I really like Burley, and uh, he described him as being misunderstood. <laughs> that's a polite way of putting it. It's uh, I mean, a very he's,
2: polite. He's, way of. Say, I mean, it's, but I just, I just think Burley is an absolute. What, what was he say? What was it, a recent game he was go commentator on, and he got on my nerves so much. I
1: liked there was a uh, when he was at Rangers when he was at Ibrox. They were talking about getting a pie at half time. And Burley was saying, Ab, like, basically Abag's not going because I'm not going to be too popular in the, the queue. <laughs> and then he says, but well, I'm not too popular anywhere.
0: <laughs>
2: a Liverpool fan actually messaged me, you No, know, was messaging, tweeting about it, talking about something Burley was on about, and I said, aye, we, we know, <laughs> we're ex- well experienced with Burley speaking rubbish. He got a lot of criticism wow. in the close season as well for his comments about non-entities and uh, <laughs> wow. or SFL
0: teams and it's, it's what that is one of my pet hates of everything. Sky are brilliant at talking up the English game, but like they will they will talk up nothing. Each with Bolton and Stoke that bores and everyone to death. And yet, when it comes to Scottish football, you find me actual men that commentate or co-commentate that can talk up the game they're watching all the time. Derek Ray one of the few that does. But everybody else talks it down. Davy Provenance guy Sky is dreadful for it. Andy Walker, he talks it down the game down. Craig Burley can't talk a game down enough. It's that's. I think that mentality is part of the problem. But Sky have spent twenty years telling us how great the Premiership is, so everybody watches it. And yeah. to be honest, the standard isn't that great. You know, I think one
1: of the big things about the what makes a game watchable is when you watch the the English Premier League, the the volume of the crowd. I know it might sound silly, but I think that that plays a big part in in my enjoyment. Anyway, that the the volume of the crowd just makes you just gets you in there. The atmosphere it's just really good. Whereas when you watch a Scottish ground, it just it seems quiet, like the the midweek League Cup game. It was just I switched it off because it was just it was boring. Whereas you turn it on to the English Premier League and it's just loud. It's in your face.
2: But that's yes, like, that's giving you a false sense of. Uh... It's like the hysteria, you're getting caught up, sometimes you don't realise. So, I, I know when I'm at that, I get it sometimes when you're at the football, you'll be at a game, and if it's a meaningful game, it could be nil nil, and it feels like it's really exciting. And then you could look at it after, you're like, God, oh, that game was actually dire. Why was I getting all excited yeah. about oh, that one right. chance which went five yards over the bar? But you do, you no, get can't
0: caught. No, I totally agree with that. There's so many Celtic Rangers games I've been to. You get so dragged into it, and then you watch it back later on. And you go, "This game is wrong.
2: It's because you yeah. get you get caught up with incidents which in any any other
0: game would be shrugged off as like a, yeah. a
2: slightly late tackle of a, a, a you know insignificant foul. But if it's the old firm or it's the Edinburgh derby, or if it's you know Chelsea Arsenal Manchester derby, whatever the El Clasico, suddenly you know, the players are just as bad as well. Because you watch like El Clasico, and it's like anything happens it's like, the ball goes out for a throw and they disagree. And then, you know, officials, players, managers poking each other yeah. in the eye. Crowds are going mad. <laughs> Pig's head's getting thrown in the pitch. And it's like, what was that for again? Was the game nil-nil? It and
0: not happen? No? Yeah. I think, to be honest, there is English Premiership games I've watched where the atmosphere has been dead as well. And I totally agree. If, if, the if there's no atmosphere, it's kind of hard to get excited about the game. Whereas if the crowd are excited about the game, you think, oh, well, maybe there's something to do this. But yeah. I, I agree, that like, there are so many games where even the crowd singing in and shouting and getting all excited and stuff. It's still a poor game. Yeah, it just seems to turn the volume up. It just
1: It's probably more than that, though.
2: I also uh, notice. do you notice on the... I've said it before, but it's a minor thing. On the Scottish football highlights and coverage, they always put the commentary too loud, and they turn down they turn down the sound of the matches. I don't
0: yeah. know. I, yeah. we I, want I, to hear the commentators.
2: And I noticed that because if I've seen like a game on ESPN or Sky, or I've looked at like even if I've just looked back at the goals on like a video, and I got the BBC coverage the atmosphere gets totally taken down, because like, I've rewatched games for, say, like, obviously, Big Hearts games, when they've scored goals. I've re the goals a lot of time, and if you go on YouTube and you find the ESPN coverage or Sky coverage, it's it like, sounds really loud, you b BBC and all you hear is Liam McLeod.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. Yeah. I don't know
2: why they do... I've, I have noticed that a lot, they, they turn down the volume of the, of the game and they put the commentaries up, the commentaries up a bit more, because sometimes, you know, when you're watching games in ESPN Sky, you can can barely hear the commentators if, if it's getting that loud.
1: Yeah, I think it just gives a, it
0: makes you feel like you're there more than just listening to somebody talking about it. You used to have this option. Was it BBC? I think during like World Cups and European yeah. Championships, you could turn yeah, the right. commentary off and just listen to the crowd. Oh, it was great. Well, my, it my mate texted text me.
2: My mate texted me in the first half of the Hearts game and said, "I've got my TV on mute. I can't take it. He had his. He watched the game on mute." Um, <laughs> my mate is an Everton fan used to, well he still does, um, does the, you know what Sky do, the fan commentary that you can put on. Yes, yeah. He does that, it's quite funny, you can actually look at, look at the videos of them,
1: because <laughs> they, oh, the... they
2: sit next to each other and they actually video, Sky video it.
1: Oh yeah, the Man United, Man City one was brilliant, oh, yeah, the, I the one was uh, Owen scored oh, no, uh, think, and Fergie 8-1. time.
2: I was thinking
1: a 6-1, I didn't want to watch. No, I was thinking a Fergie time one, but uh, that was good. Right, I thought be, we'd best move on to the SFL.
0: Think, just thing. before we move on, see, uh, go and look up for Carlos Wash Queller in a comment, a, a player, a, a fan commentary YouTube video. It's really funny. You probably hate it because it's a Celtic Rangers game, but it's it's. Whenever I think a fan commentary, that one's my favourite one. He right. okay. comes to me with some absolute brilliance. On put it on the forum if you get a chance. Aye, aye. aye will see if I can aye, find it. it good. it's good. It's a few years old, but it's
1: good. Right. So moving on to the SFL my section, and there wasn't any SFL games this. This weekend, but I wanted to mention that there was a, an award, a managerial award in the third division,
0: <laughs> <That> and
1: <is. laughs> G- Greg McDonald won the manager of the month for October. <laughs> now you think, all oh, right, oh, aye, he beat Rangers, brilliant, he deserves this. No. But then when you look at his record, <laughs> he beat Rangers 1 0, he lost 3 1 against Montrose, and he drew two each with Peter Head. How can you get manager of the month, with one win, one draw, and one defeat? He wasn't even there. <laughs> no, maybe it's a wedding
0: gift. That's not, maybe it's a wedding gift from the SFL.
1: <laughs> you you look at Rangers, right? They've had two wins and one defeat. Surely that's better, right? Annan yeah. had one win if and Ali two McCallish draws. Wins that's one better. Manager of
2: the month award. I'm not going to be impressed.
1: But it, nah, I I just think it's rubbish. I think it's, no, it's a
2: joke. Ali yeah. McQuay wins three games at, three games in a month. All four, and still should get manager of the month.
1: Oh, just, somebody mute Laurie. <laughs> right, it's and here's a bit. Of... They
2: gave three nil by Inverness at home, actually. <laughs>
1: An SPL team.
2: Was it, right. I, I saw lots of comments of people going, oh, it shows their the experience of our young team and stuff. And then someone posted the average age and Rangers team was older.
0: Yeah. There's another bit of SFL news. That's, uh, uh, well, it's a bit sad news, actually. That uh, Gordon Jury had to resign as manager East 5 due to his health problems. I know we'd mentioned it a few weeks ago, that he'd uh, taken it but
1: They thought it was an allergy,
0: yeah. originally.
1: But it must be more serious. So, yeah. Yeah, hopefully it's... Hopefully, simply prioritising rather than being forced into it. Sure,
0: yeah, yeah. It's, it's a real shame because I think it, it looked like he was just getting started in his managerial career. To be honest, and... right.
1: uh, uh, I wanted to mention uh, Greg McDonald's comments. Uh, he says, "If I'm asked if October 6th was the day I got married or the day we beat Rangers, my answer will depend on where his wife is. So bear in mind that she might read this; it will be the day of my wedding." We be ban Right, so it was, it was Scottish Cup. For, uh, all important teams were in the Scottish Cup this weekend. And when it's the early rounds of the, the, the Cup like this, I always look out for the Cup upsets. And I'm sure you're the same. But this weekend, we didn't really get any of that. Why? It was Stirling Albion. A massive Cup upset, by... surely you're going to talk about. I thought you'd be big enough. Oh, all right, all oh, right, that one. <laughs> uh, well, Stirling- Lower Stirling- team It's team- oh, on. crazy. Uh,
2: they
1: were beaten by Devran Vale. Uh, but I don't think that's really too much an upset because an Albion are rubbish, despite winning manager of the month. Uh, but yeah, Rangers, humbling Allo, a 7-0. I don't know if you can call that an upset. I don't know. Uh, uh, yeah. Cowdenbeath winning 8-1. It's a standout, but definitely not an upset. Uh, 4 for Drew with Nairn, maybe. Bonnie Rig Rose came close to beating Breakin, but they ended the game 2-2 after a comeback from Breakin. Now, it's just not really happening for cup upsets.
0: Elgin City beating East five five one. 5-1. That's about as close as they got to an upset, to be honest, because Elgin City are near the top of the third division. East Fife are near the bottom of the second division. So is that really even, man? The uh, the two teams might be swapping places at the end of the season. Yeah.
1: Oh, well, so that's, that's the Scottish Cup. And you mentioned that the draws may be taking place on Monday.
0: I think so, yeah. Right. It's certainly taking place before Thursday because that's the, the joke, cause the Scottish Cup's yeah. getting done.
1: Awesome. Right, I wanted to go a wee bit off track here and I wanted to mention the FA Cup in England. And I know Laurie will oh, it's a Scottish football f- podcast, but no, I wanted to mention it because I spotted that there was a bit of cheating going on. Metropolitan Police, they were beating 2-1 by Crawley Town.
2: You're going to say because they've only got one police officer.
1: But they've only got one police officer, Yeah, That's cheating. That's not allowed.
2: I posted that in the <laughs> forum. You never read my
1: posts. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, Bring bringing it up for the podcast. It's fresh for the podcast.
2: Aye, well I think it's just 'cause they're a, it's just 'cause they're they're a, they're almost a hundred years old that team, so I presume that they were started as a team of police officers. But
1: I'm days, not having they... it. I'm wanting it to be a living policeman. You no, see
2: their badge? is just like it is, just like a police badge. Is it? Aye. If you look up their badge, but in 1919 they were formed, you know. Mm,
1: yeah, Still cheating. I'd still kick them out.
2: <laughs> I'd kick them out.
1: Right, so that's my wee section. They button. played
2: friendlies for nine years. There you go. Formed in 1919 and played friendlies until 1928. I think no, <laughs> think no one trusted them to get
0: arrested if they, if they get beat. We beat the poster one, three men were jailed.
1: On, jail. <laughs> on we were on the, the FA Cup, uh, I posted a thing about the very first FA Cup and how Wanderers ended up winning it and they won it by buys really. If you check the forum you can, you can read the full information but they ended up I think they only won one game prior to the final because they ended up they were playing Queen's Park in the semi finals and it was a draw and Queen's Park couldn't afford to go back down to London. So Wanderers got a buy into the final and in the quarterfinals, bizarrely they drew 0-0 with Crystal Palace and both teams progressed. <laughs> So rather than go at a replay, they just both decided, right, okay, we'll, we'll progress. <laughs> well, how did they have enough right amount of teams? I think teams just pulled out left, right and centre. So yeah, they only won once on the way to the final and they played four, four rounds.
2: <laughs> what about uh, Queen's Park? They've been the FA Cup final a couple of times, haven't
0: they? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. They were in a 1883
1: uh, and 1884.
0: Well, 1884 61, and right? 85
1: actually. So Aye. I the Blackburn Rovers both times. Uh, the, if... the first one, they, they just couldn't afford it because it was the semi-final took place in London, so they managed to afford it for the the first tie, but the replay they couldn't. So are we by FA Cup trivia and the Scottish Football Forums podcast? Right, we're no. moving on to the tweety eye, Laurie. Have you got anything? No. For this? No. <laughs> we just skipped past it. And- Aye, well, I've said already. I've not been. I wasn't.
2: I, I've i knocked up. T- I didn't realise that we were recording until we just started recording. Like so.
1: it's, it's a different. It's a Sunday evening rather than a Monday. I like it's a depressing one for, anyway. Like, I didn't
2: want to pretend there was no Scottish right. football.
0: I take it we're not going to mention uh, a certain uh, Paige Taylor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Paige Taylor. Uh, uh, was it a face that she revealed? The first time?
0: I think so, huh?
1: Eh? Did you realize it was still recording? An one? <laughs> right. I tell you what, see if you're under eighteen, do not go on Twitter and search for Paige Taylor. If you're right. over
2: eighteen, don't go in...
1: search. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit bizarre, isn't it? It is. Exactly. It is. She's got an interesting trend on Thursdays. But as I say, I'm just going on what Greg tells me. Right, I've never seen it myself.
2: Do you want to know a Do you want to know a bizarre story which is actually relating to football? Which I got a I got an email today, um, right, from uh, someone who is the in the Dartford FC history research group, right, asking me Science for group. asking me for details on my grandfather, who he thought played for Dartford for three seasons in the thirties, but um, I don't Did think he? it's the same. Well. It's weird, he actually found it through, I think he found it through the forum, right? Because he's looking for this Andrew Dunsire, which is the name of my granddad. Remember, I posted in the forum yes. about him. Yes. So he must have put the name into Google and seen if anyone's, you know, and he must have found that. But, I mean, he's, he's very sure in the email that it's him. But I spoke to my dad and it's, I mean, although my granddad was in his late teens, the period that this guy's mentioned, it's, it's in Kent. And my dad says he's pretty sure. He would have his grand, my grandday would have told him if he'd played down in England for three years at one point. <laughs> because but I looked up this guy, I looked I name dropped it in Dartford and I actually found that he played for Palace before at <laughs> Dunside. So. He played for Palace before that. Played five times for Palace and scored a goal
1: for them. See I think he would have passed on that information to yeah, your dad. That's what I'm saying. I think
2: he might <laughs> just randomly, you know. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> all, right, all right, I've got a tweet EI because this might actually be of some relevance. Uh, it's from our uh, good friends at uh, McBookie. All it right. says think Craig Levine will definitely be sacked tomorrow. Just remember that it's a Scottish Cup draw, which is an obvious day for the SFA to do it. That's a bit must, of information I suppose. I was gonna give us some odds <laughs> on if it must be really must be really short odds on him to get sacked now. Must be, yeah. But I don't I, I, see I would disagree. I think if we're gonna sack him I'd have done it but I think they're gonna hang on to him. I just don't know. They're just taking too long. Someone... I would agree. I think that this has been going on for days. It was just, I, I, that was another thing I thought was ridiculous. Craig Levine was a guest in BBC's coverage of the, the, Down the United Hearts game to start with. I... And I'm thinking this guy could be sacked in the morning. <laughs> <Is that> a... <laughs> and he might have been sacked in the morning if SFA weren't he? Here we go. Here we go. Here's
2: some odds. Here's some odds. Craig Levine specials, right? So, uh,
0: mm-hmm. to last the
2: World Cup campaign, no on McBookie is mm-hmm. 1 to 16. Mm, right. To last the World Cup campaign, seven to one. If you fancy him to last to the end of the campaign,
1: nah. Or, nah I don't.
2: Here, here we go, Craig. Yeah. You're, you're like this, right? Scotland to qualify, a hundred to one. <laughs> Getting right. get your ten p on that action.
1: Oh, oh, If we're talking about bets, did you see the bet I put on the forum? There was a team winning five one. I went on the Sky bet, and it was in play, and the odds were one to fifty thousand. Something like that. So anyway, I put on a pound <laughs> to win a pound. Yes! Didn't give you <laughs> anything. I don't know why they let me put it on. Cause it...
2: <laughs> they usually the market when is that. They usually just suspend the market when I guess to a stupid type.
1: Right. Yeah. But it still counts as a win. Get in. Right, we're moving on to charity bets since we're talking about bets. And hearts let us down. We mentioned it earlier. What did we all say? Bill, I was picking a I knew best. <laughs> or I thought I did. Right. And I mentioned that we've, we've went back to basics because, well, the charity bet started off as being the Paul Band charity bet.
2: You know, you can't wait till teams are 5-0 up to bet on them with the charity
1: bet. <laughs> <laughs> so Paul Band's come back. So it's the Paul Band charity bet this week and he has picked Motherwell to beat Dundee. Good choice. He's actually went for one in each league. Cowdenbeath to beat Dumbarton. Arbroath to beat Stranraer. And finally, Queen's Park to beat Easterland. So I told him to keep it simple, and I think he has. That's so bad, £10 will be going in that accumulator, and the £10 courtesy of Mick Bookie, who are just generally good guys.
2: I was having a debate uh, with him about uh, the um, the possibility of being able to have a formula to calculate last goal scorer bets in play. <laughs> That's the kind of exciting things I speak about on Twitter.
0: <laughs> I've seen that after the game, of the day. I'm convinced you were asking that because you wanted to put the new schedule on. Yeah, I did! Yeah. That's why I started it! <laughs>
2: But I had to put him next goal in the end and I just got refunded because he hadn't come on before Celtic scored.
1: Yeah. So I, I've not I, got the odds yet for those games. So it's just, we're just going to have to guess at that. I don't know. Maybe one pounds That's just
0: a guess. Uh, what are too early, even for McBookie, do <laughs>
1: That's it. McBookie do their bit. Oh,
0: Lad, Ladbrook's right. no chance. Going back to Tweety I because this is relevant. Um, Scottish FA tweeted, remember the William Hill Scottish Cup fourth round draw is tomorrow at 2.30. So that's Monday. 2.30. Live at Sky Sports News. The we'll
1: podcast isn't going to be out until after that.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> at least we you know it will well, in fact have been done by the time this goes up. <laughs> yep,
2: yeah, do it. We could have done it live.
0: And oh, that'd uh, well, that would have been brilliant.
1: Why? That would have been good. I think we could have been trusted. Balls, of <laughs> no, aye, we could have been trusted, definitely. Rangers Greg's not. If Greg was here, we wouldn't have be been allowed. <laughs> right, we'll move on and do our predictions. I've not even looked at that. Like, right, oh. first
0: production Rangers get drawn at home at Celtic <laughs> <No.
1: laughs> predictions for the SPL
0: oh right okay we're done for the Scottish <laughs> right. Cup draw All right.
1: For, right, for beating hearts what's happening next week oh no, you're forgetting Wednesday's game Motherwell against Dundee United the rescheduled game after Motherwell couldn't afford the leaky bill <laughs> right
2: Greg's come online you are to get him in I'm no, <laughs>
1: <laughs> what is he doing on Skype he says he couldn't come on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should include them in the call.
0: forum. call
1: <laughs> Right, so Motherwell and Dundee United, because it's a rearranged tie, if you do the predictions on the forum, on forums.scottishfootballforums.co.uk slash predictor, your prediction for the original tie will still be there. So just in case you actually forget to go in, because, well, not a lot of folk notes coming up this Wednesday, because it's just been slotted in. Right, I'm going to change what I said previously and I'm going to go for 2 2. 2 2 draw. I,
0: well, I looked it up. I've got 3 oh. 1 for Motherwell. And, and you know what? I'm going to stick with that. I still think it's going to be 3 1. Right. I went 0
2: 0. Anyway. I think I was dismissive nil. last time. But uh Paul
1: Brand.
2: I, I think I'll change it because. Right? It, you know it'll be 0 0 now that I'm changing it. But <laughs> Motherwell actually got a win. United. Decent point against Celtic, which I <coughs> predicted. Um, just get that in there.
1: Remember, I did predict the draw. Well,
0: <laughs> I out, that, a draw. I should that that own goal cost me three points in the predictor.
1: <laughs> well, oh, in oh. fact, Chris, you done really well because you had Hibs and St. Mirren correct, exactly. Yeah. Two one, you had, Killie and Varness correct. Yeah,
0: I, was, so you... I was, I was about two minutes away from getting three correct goals this weekend.
1: Aye, well you're sitting, well you were sitting third in the leaderboard. Yesterday when I checked, uh, which is
0: I'll impressive, I'm away
1: up in forty odd. I'm rubbish at this prediction, Larkin. It's as if I don't know anything about football.
2: Well, um, I was, I have to, I did have to say when I when I heard that United had equalised, I was like, don't let it be Scatchell now. After trying desperately figure out a way to put <laughs> yeah. him on to score last, I was like, don't tell me it's when so equalised. So part of me was glad that it wasn't him, even though. Would have been nice. Right, so
1: what score are you going for, Larry? Um
2: Oh yeah, that's what we're talking about.
1: Uh, one apiece. One apiece. One, and one. then moving on to Saturday, and it's a twelve o'clock kickoff oh, live on ESPN, and it's Inverness against Hearts. I
2: forgot this alive.
1: Horrific. Right, I'm going to go for a home win, one nil. Oh, it's going to be dire,
2: isn't it? It's going to be cold and windy, and Hearts are going to have no idea. This isn't a weather
1: prediction. Oh,
2: uh, <laughs> just talking about. But we're still pretty decent defending, so I'm going to be really optimistic and say 1 0 Inverness. Uh,
0: it's Inverness. Inverness score goals. I'm going. Aye, uh, right, Inverness score goals. Hearts are shocking away from home. 2 uh, 0. But we're Inverness. still to
2: defend. We've got, I, I still think our back four is at least second best back four in the league.
0: I'm still saying 2 0 Inverness. Ah, uh, your keeper's rank.
2: Was I was at the weekend, did anyway. the defence <laughs> They've got to make sure the ball never gets that far. <laughs> yeah. We can maybe next, get a 0 draw.
1: Next one up is Kille against Ross County. I'm going to go for a home win, 2-0. Hmm,
2: I don't know. County find a wee bit of form. Who okay, cares?
0: 2-2. Good result against Aberdeen for County. I'm going to say 2-1 away one.
1: Sticking your neck out there. The next one up is Motherwell against Dundee and since this is part of the Paul Band charity bet I'm going to go for a home humping, 3-0. Because Dundee yep. are rubbish, they only beat rubbish. <laughs> oh,
0: it's so hard to get points off. I'm going 3 0 well uh, as <laughs> well.
2: Hi. Still, um, my mate actually posted, to his, uh happens to be a Celtic fan. Oh, I think my bet for the weekend 2 0 Dundee, Albert Kidd, first goal scorer. <laughs> Such a. <laughs> 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 Telling you, it's, just, it's his only joke. It's um,
0: good. It's still funny. It's just, no, it's not. It is. <laughs>
2: Motherwell, Dundee are
1: right. 4-1. Next one up is St Mirren against Aberdeen. I'm going to go for an away victory because St Mirren are on a bit of a downward slope and Aberdeen are very good. I'm liking Aberdeen this season. I'm going to go 2-1, Aberdeen.
2: Loving them. Loving the Aberdeen, are you? Is that your new SPL team?
1: (laughs) I need to get a big team, that's it. I need to sort it out. Is it McGinn's going for his seventh game in a row? Yep. First going? Aye. Oh, when was the last time someone did that, Chris?
0: No idea. Don't even know when it was last time for the sixth team. See um, how unprepared it.
1: Well, it would be
2: Skatchel, wouldn't it? But I know it was Viduka did it in more games than Skatchel. Um But Skatchel, was has anyone did it since Skatchel? You know, when he scored the first, he did it at the start of the season when he first came in?
1: I don't know. I thought... We'll find out and put it on the forum.
2: He scored in the first, he did score in the first seven, didn't he? Oh, did he I score in all know. His first, was it was his first seven he scored, Donald.
1: No Surprised you have not got the, the results
0: tattooed. I know, deb-
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know it was definitely, I'm sure it was seven. Oh, it's going to annoy me. I feel, I, feel, I feel like I should know these things.
0: Hey, at the start of the 2005-06 anyway. season, season, Hearts won the first seven league games with score and then each of them. Yeah, it was set a seven. seven. And in the Rangers right. game,
2: the Rangers game was the eighth one and we beat them 1-0, Bednar scored. That was the first game we didn't score. And then the ninth game was Falkirk and we drew... No, no, the ninth game was Celtic and we drew 1-1. Then we played Falkirk and drew 2-2. That was the first... Right. That was the 10 games, wasn't it?
1: Under Burley. Right, so does that mean you think Aberdeen's going to beat St. Murren? Um, What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Aberdeen-St. Mirren.
0: Assuming that record still stands, now and again, if he scores against St. Mirren, we'll equal, equal it.
1: Equal Aight, so. I'm going to put money on it. I'll put my 10 pence on him. So
2: <laughs> it's going to be um, 1-0 St. Mirren because you can't be breaking... You can't be try equal things to Rudy does
0: can't you just not allowed. Well, as much as I like Aberdeen this season this game is always a draw between St. Miller and Aberdeen so I'm going to go one each and maybe now we're going to get that one hopefully not <laughs> <laughs> right, moving on to Sunday
1: and for some reason I'm not 100% sure why but Hibs are playing Dundee United on the Sunday and it's a 12.45 kick off live in Sky Sports 4 I'm going to go for a home victory because Hibs Oops. I uh, like Hibbs and Griffiths. I think he's going to score again. Is he not on six? Six and
0: six? Nah. No, there's a game somewhere in between he didn't score. Right.
2: I, well, I don't understand what you didn't understand about that game.
1: Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry. It's, it's on Sunday, uh-huh. right? It's, uh, it's on TV. Uh-huh. But, but why is it Sunday? Is it is it Sunday just for the TV?
0: It's just for the television. Yeah.
1: All right, well that's simple. I, I was just looking. I was wondering why. I, <laughs> I was maybe... you're
2: surprised that they have a game
1: on Sunday for the TV. Well, Celtic's playing St. Johnstone. It's obvious why that's on a Sunday, but, yeah, but... I just didn't know.
0: Right, because for some obscure reason the B team got the the benefit of the the Saturday game.
1: Well, I suppose it helps you anyway with
0: Barcelona midweek. Yeah, that's what I don't think game was complaining too much. Yeah,
1: right, right. So Hibs against Dundee United. It's got to be a home victory. I'm going to think Griffiths is going to score again. Because he's on fire, I'm going to go three one.
2: You know he's got to score.
1: You know he's got to score.
2: Come on! <laughs> come on! Is he even
1: going to start? He's no fit. He can't hack it. What
2: are you talking about? He's amazing. Three nil Dundee United. Five one Dundee United. They can point to the shirt. Patrick Oh No, no, no. I'm being silly. Being silly. Um, he's going to come back and haunt them. I, I really, I really predict against Hibs. but I think it's going to be two right. one Dundee United. Number 51 fifty-one's going to score.
1: Oh, Blast, he, he, he's going to be welcome come back. back. See when he's warming up along along the touchline. Uh oh, the the Hibs fans will be applauding and saying, "Well done, you did well."
0: <laughs> I might go.
2: <laughs> I'm only joking.
0: Well, I don't think he, I don't think he's scored. I don't think Dunfermline have scored. I'm going two-nil Hibs.
2: Two-one, United eight-to-one. That's rubbish shots. Two-nil Hibs eight. Better
1: put 2 0 Hibs. It's a good game for the TV anyway. And then at 3 o'clock on Sunday, it's Celtic against St. Johnson. And I'm going to go for a home win for Celtic. 5-0 I'm going... again? I'm going yeah. to go... No, no, no. That's a freak, I think. That just... Aye, it's a freak result. 2-0.
0: Aye, 2-0 for me as well.
2: I'll be probably dull as ditch water after Celtic's uh, spanking at the hands of Barca. So, I'll be tired. <laughs> um...
0: I t- well, oh, my dad had a start for that Barca game, by the way. Apparently, the, the record away win in the Champions League is 5 well, dad. Dad right. 0. My dad likes Barcelona more than Celtic these days. Why? No idea. He, he sounds a sensible chap. He seems to have fallen out with Celtic for some reason. Aye. He does that every so often.
2: I'm really joking. I don't know if they'll get pumped. I mean, I don't know if they'll. How do you think they're going to approach it?
0: The same as they did in the new camp, to be honest. I've seen, if, I if, if, we'll, we'll be hoping a few of our players are fit because we lost a to Injury today. We lost uh, Ragnar, which, well, he's made a glass, I think. But, was Messi...
2: I mean, I'm sure I saw my uh, mate as a Celtic fan saying that Messi went off injured or something. He no,
0: he was down getting treatment for a couple of minutes yesterday. Because he, he
2: never seems to get injured, does he?
0: No, it was... To even see him getting treatment was unusual. But he's, got, he's fine, he should be all right. Um, it's just whether he gets paternity leave. <laughs> Because wee baby Tiago was born a few days ago.
1: Yep. First score of two to
2: one Messi.
0: What Thiago Messi scored against
1: aye aye. <laughs> is a, is, he was seventy one not to score or do an assist in the last tie? Aye. Is there any Which silly they, odds I, like that?
2: Why would someone bet on that?
1: Would they would have won money?
2: I know, but why would you? Why would you take the risk with him? Uh, he didn't do. He didn't score or assist on at the weekend either. It eh? must be. Is, that's terrible. What a bad run of form, huh? Eh? Maybe be dropped. That's pretty. That's pretty poor. Messi score a hat trick five to one. That's just It's more likely Messi score a hat trick than uh, Hibs will beat Dundee United two 0 Hey, so what?
1: What are, you, what are you going for for the Celtics and Johnson two nil? We're all going two nil. Two nil. All two nil. Sounds reasonable. Right. Sounds better. okay. Sounds bad. All right. Last done for the predictions. If you want to join the the predictor on the forum and see if you can beat me, which won't be won't be hard at all. Mm. If you go to forums.scottishfootballforums.co.uk slash predictor, and it's free to enter. And if you're lazy and you're not a member of the forum, you can just log in using your Facebook or your Twitter account. Or you could maybe send me a postcard and I'll set you up an account. Yeah, I'll, I'll just include my, my postal address and later. <laughs> I thought I'd mention a couple of threads on the forum. Just give you a quick plug. Uh, we've not got time really to discuss some, but Laurie, you started a thread asking for suggestions for our best players of, who are under 21, 21 or under in the SPL. I and think I titled it some Like SPL prospects. So if you SPL, for SPL
2: prospects 11. See, I start these things that require too much thought though. So people don't reply because yeah, I've asking people That's to pick it. 11 players and base it on their ages. And, uh... Well, I picked that player and you just said, why? Well, you picked Gordon Smith and he plays for the team that I support. And I've seen him a few times and, <laughs> I wouldn't have put him in. I mean, I'm not saying that he... I just, I've not seen enough from him to suggest that he's definitely going to be a, a decent prospect.
1: I was including him. I, 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 I didn't was... really read your rules because you said it was 11 and I decided to pick him for the bench. <laughs>
2: I just wondered so why. I, think... cause I just wondered what you'd seen of him that you thought was so... I mean, he scored scored a good goal against Hibs once, a good decent volley, and he scored against a rubbish goal against but I, I Some people think he's a decent prospect, but I've not seen enough of them yeah. to suggest that he definitely is. So
1: there's, uh, there's another one where you posted a thread highlighting the fact that the MLS publish each player's earnings and you asked whether we should do the same. So I mean, I... if you want to search for MLS in the forum, you'll find that one. I thought that was just pretty interesting to see that, uh, for example, Beckham's not the highest earner there. And I think Black Dog came in straight away and just said, uh, no, they shouldn't. Announce the the earnings. It's between the the player and the tax man, That's it.
2: Personally, then... I I just since you bring it up I mean, <laughs> not talking about anything else, I just understand that it's a totally different setup MLS with the um the way the league works and the way the system works. I just it was just more asking. Do you think it would? Who would you think of knowing? It? Personally, I think it would be quite because there's always talk about, especially when you've got things like you know Hearts where you don't know where money's going, they're asking people to buy shares, you don't know, you're talking about the wage bills this level and it's causing, you know, because you've got a, not only an emotional investment in what you do, but you have a financial investment, you know, like mm-hmm. the 10,000 season ticket holders effectively pay those wages. Yep. So it's almost like if, for instance, is a player in the team who's, you, you'd quite like to know that, you know, when you've got David Abu when he's on almost 10 grand a week, you know, you like to know that, <laughs> is that where your money's going? David Abu's pocket.
0: You want to yeah. know who's pulling their weight for what they're worth and all I, that kind of stuff. I mean, I know, what,
2: I know what Black Dog means. It's a, it's a, a, I just think football, it's hard to look at football. It's just a, a simple case of a company with employees. I just don't think it's the same. I think mm-hmm. it has to be true. I just think it would be a good, personally, I think. I mean, you can look up these things. You can look up the overall money and what's spent exactly. on things, but it's not always obviously clear to find out who's getting what as such. Yes. So it's.
1: Uh, that's interesting it's an interesting topic to start so i thought it was worth a plug definitely Uh, another one that i thought i'd mention was uh, lee griffith's thread because obviously he's on fire at the moment scoring two goals hitting the post and apparently scoring a a decent goal that was chalked off incorrectly so that's if you go in the forum and just search for griffith's then you'll find that thread any threads that weren't starred by me (laughs)
0: <laughs> yep. Heart's face another winding up order at the start of the Craig, but if everybody seems to have been posted there in the Aye,
2: who bumped it? Yeah. <laughs> I Aye. just bumped that because we get so many of them that I didn't see the
1: point in posting a all new. That's a good one. And well if you want to get away from football on the forum another good one's uh random random picture thread. That's quite mm-hmm. good. If you just search for a random pitcher then you'll find it. Uh it's normally safe for work. There's another right. one that isn't safe for work, but I, I won't mention that. You just need to go, and it's something like Where's the Birds? Right. This.
0: And is it, there's always stuff like caption competitions and random stuff like What You're Drinking and Weekend oh, Breakfast.
1: I, and... Random nonsense. That's it, aye. Girl girl's Swallows
0: Tooth <laughs> <laughs> Football Betting.
1: Football Betting thread is always Oh, like... the Football Bet thread's decent if you follow Laurie and just copy him. That's no, it. Well, Although if What's you follow it? me, you might get a couple of wins. I I won that pound.
0: <laughs> there is, of course, the entire music forum which uh, we've got JB in especially. To be a modern.
1: It's I, the rocker,
0: not not, not the rocker <laughs> mod type like actual moderator. Aye, <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's a good the, the music thread. The music forum is pretty busy, so it's quite good.
0: I need I need to try and get involved in the, the SFF play, playlist thing at some point because I know that's a, that's a, the the Spotify thing used to. Uh, every week they pick a theme and you have to pick
1: three songs. See, I'm not on Spotify, know. so I don't, I don't know. What I do am, know.
2: but I uh, I recently cancelled my paid subscription. and I just realised that It only lets you listen to songs five times. Yes. And it's, I didn't used to be like that that way. It was free because no. I tried it for a bit for free at first before I started paying. But now I I, I noticed my playlist that I have. And I just went, I wondered why I kept putting it on and it's it seems to be getting shorter and shorter, like it seems to last. So <laughs> I just noticed that almost three quarters of the songs now aren't available because I've listened to them five times.
1: Yeah, it should have a like uh, maybe a time constraint in there. You can only listen five times in a month or a six month period or something. It has yeah,
2: adverts anyway. I, I know. I put up with these stupid SO adverts every time. I mean, yeah. IKEA, oh, I know it's your 25th anniversary. Shut up.
1: <laughs> All right. But that's that's, that's my plug-in for the forum. Done. And that's us done for the podcast. A special pre-Bonfire Night podcast. It'll be after by the time. No, we'll be releasing it before. (laughs) Will you? No. Depends if you (laughs) can edit
0: it. Once uh, Laurie's edited and then Craig lights the blue touch paper and stands well back. I
1: I had problems with the host last week, so I apologise that it was out a little bit later than normal. Because the host was down. Nothing to do with me. It wasn't my fault, honest. Likely story. (laughs) Right. But thanks for listening. To the podcast, I appreciate it. And well, thanks, you two, for coming on. And thanks for Greg for taking a week off. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, right? Back on Monday next week. Hey,
0: uh-huh.
1: right. bye. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Right. Cheers, guys.